Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 4, Yom Atzmut, as well as Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Azikaron. Section 14, Holocaust Remembrance Day, Yom HaShoah. The Knesset legislated that the 27th of Nisan is a day of remembrance for the martyrs and heroes of the Holocaust, devoted to the remembrance of the disaster that the Nazis and their collaborators brought upon the Jewish people, and the acts of heroism and revolts performed in those days. It will be marked throughout the state by a two-minute silence, during which all work and travel will cease. Memorial services, public gatherings, and commemorative ceremonies will be held on army bases and in educational institutions. Flags will be lowered to half-mast on public buildings, and radio broadcasts will express the special character of the day. The two minutes of silence take place at 11 a.m., after which the official ceremonies begin. However, unlike Memorial Day for the fallen soldiers of Sahal, to which the chief rabbinate consented, the Torah sages objected to the establishment of Holocaust Memorial Day on the 27th of Nisan. After all, the month of Nisan is a time of joy, as the halacha determines. One does not say tachanun, or establish a public fast day, during the entire month of Nisan. See the Shulchan Arach, or Achaim, Simin Tav Chavtet. In addition, we refrain from delivering eulogies and saying memorial prayers throughout the month. Many even have a custom not to visit cemeteries in Nisan, and one who has a relative's yurt site in Nisan and has this custom will visit the grave the day before the month of Nisan begins. Therefore, it is clearly inappropriate to institute in the month of Nisan a memorial day for the holy souls who were murdered in the Holocaust. Rather, the proper time to remember them is on the fast days that the rabbis already established in commemoration of the destruction of the Holy Temple, especially the fast of Tishabav. Indeed, the chief rabbinate established the fast of Asara Beteves, the tenth of the month of Teves, as a day of general mourning, Yom HaKadish HaKlali, over the souls of the holy ones who were killed in the Holocaust, whose date of death remains unknown. It seems to me that the way to nonetheless endow the 27th of Nisan with some sort of appropriate character is to establish it as a day for cultivating the Jewish family. Undoubtedly, the last request of the six million who were tortured and killed in cruel and unusual ways was that the Jewish people should continue to live, multiply, and grow. They surely hoped that that the terrible suffering that our nation underwent for thousands of years, especially during the Holocaust, should not be for naught, and that every surviving Jew should do everything in his or her power to marry, to bear children, and to continue the legacy in order to fulfill the verse from the book of Exodus, chapter 1, the more they afflicted them, the more they increased and spread out. Therefore, it is fitting that public figures get together on this day and come up with ways to encourage marriage and procreation, while the teachers speak about the great responsibility that we, the remnants of the sword, have in ensuring the continued existence and growth of the Jewish nation. Additionally, when the siren wails, we should think how to further the development of the Jewish nation, 
in memory of the victims of the Holocaust. Then, our participation in this practice will not be an expression of mourning or a form of forbidden memorial prayer, but rather it will be an expression of rebirth and revival, which is appropriate for the month of Nisan. Furthermore, such thoughts would not constitute bitil Torah, wasting Torah study time. In any event, even one who does not have these things in mind should not separate, separate himself from the community. That is, they still should stand and remain in silence during the time of the siren. With God's help, our judges will soon be restored as they once were, and we will pose this question to them, and they will instruct us how and when it is fitting to memorialize our, our holy martyrs of the Holocaust. To summarize, the Knesset established Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, on the 27th of Nisan. This is inappropriate, because Nisan is a month reserved for joy, and multiple halachot and customs reinforce this fact. For this reason, the chief rabbinate correctly objected to the establishment of this holiday. Individual martyrs killed in the Shoah should be mourned on the day of their yortzite. Those who have no known yortzite should be mourned on the 10th of Teves. The calamity as a whole should be included in our Tishabav mourning. Perhaps the day will come when wise sages, wise sages shall instruct us in how to properly mourn the horrors of the Holocaust, perhaps even with a new and properly established holiday. Until then, one must still stand silently during the Yom HaShoah siren so as to not separate from the community. Likewise, since observance of the day is already widespread, it should at least be used for a positive purpose, namely to reiterate the importance of building new Jewish families. Three notes from me, zoning in on how the Penine Halacha handles this holiday, which, though very popular, he clearly finds to be problematic. First, I love how the Penine Halacha maneuvers the tension between loyalty to tradition and basic communal decency. He stridently objects to Yom HaShoah, but he also knows that it would be wrong to protest Yom HaShoah or even to tell people to just ignore Yom HaShoah while the rest of the country mourns on that day. He also knows that the day already has crept into the religious Zionist calendar, and it will be kind of a big deal to instruct his community to erase the day. His conclusion is, you can keep the day, and you can stand for the siren, but change its message. Focus on rebuilding post-Shoah instead of mourning the Shoah, and the day will thus be redeemed. I think this is a fantastic example of the Panini Halacha's realistic, emotionally sensitive, and community-oriented approach to making halachic policy. Second, should Holocaust commemoration have its own unique day on the calendar, somewhere on the calendar? In most of this section, the Panini Halacha takes the conservative approach. No, just add Holocaust commemoration to other pre-existing days of mourning. But in the very last paragraph, he expresses a wish that future sages instruct us on how to properly mourn the day, hinting, in effect, that a unique holiday would be the right move. I find the Panini Halacha's conflicted view on this question to be strikingly out of line with the rest of the chapter. When it came to Yom Atzma'ut, Yom Yerushalayim, and Yom Azikaron, he did not suggest that we merely fold the day into some pre-existing holiday. 
Isn't, after all, this entire chapter about the need for, indeed the Torah obligation for, the creation of new holidays? My guess is that the Panina Halacha does, in fact, want to see a new holiday set at the right time and in the right way for Holocaust commemoration. But it can't come from him. He's not in the position to craft that holiday, nor is that his halachic methodology. He prefers to rely on previous precedents. So he kicks the can down the road. It's as if he says, look, the rabbis I rely on didn't create a new holiday for it, and I can't personally create a new holiday for it, but maybe in the future, a mainstream group of authorities will give the Holocaust its due on our calendar of Jewish holidays. Finally, there's another subtle, perhaps even snarky, rejection of Yom HaShoah that the Panini Halacha manages to throw in here. You can find it in the title to this chapter. Our chapter discusses four new Israeli holidays, Yom Atzmut, Yom Yerushalayim, Yom HaZikaron, and Yom HaShoah. But the name of this chapter only includes three, Yom HaTzmaut, which is written in large font, and then, as a subtitle, and Yom Yerushalayim, and Yom HaZikaron. Bye-bye, Yom HaShoah. Parenthetically, I may myself have accidentally included Yom HaShoah in the opening seconds of some of this chapter's episodes. That was a mistake. The Pedina Halacha's point is clear with this title. Here is the main holiday, Yom Atzmut, upon which the entire chapter stands, and here are two more, one of which is obligatory to celebrate, and one of which religious Jews can righteously consent to. But then there's that other one, Yom HaShoah, which, like, halacha can tolerate, but don't think that it's actually part of the halachic tradition. May the day come when we have the spiritual wisdom to correctly mourn the horrors of the Shoah in a manner befitting the legacy of the six million, while also extending the legacy of the six million into the eternal story of Jewish practice and observance. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Malamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.